So, living ageless and entrapments. I was thinking about this the other day. And that road to entrapment is long and hard. But we don't really notice. Because we let our ego and greed supersede everything else. So we just keep trying to get more and more and more. But in that whole interim, we lose our spirituality. We have we lose sight of it totally. And we just keep trying for more and more. And so in our younger years, it has a place. Everything has its place, like my mom used to say. So we all trying to climb the corporate ladder or whatever it is. We're trying to get the nice house, the car, and all those good things. Only to find out that it's empty. Because by the time we get to maybe the new car off the sure one floor, maybe we're number three or four, we start noticing something. But yet we still go by five and six. We just kind of continue. And we notice the decline that starts happening. And when I say decline, like the excitement of the smell of the new car and all, in the beginning, it's just so exciting. Ooh, I can't wait to get off from work so I could get in my new car. I can't wait to get up in the morning and drive to work in my new car. And I'm rolling. I'm feeling good about myself. Because I am with society says I should be. And then again, fast forward, as we start buying more and more vehicles, that excitement that comes with that new smell starts dwindling. And it almost seems like at some point you just wish that the smell would go away. It's like, you know, I just got in debt. It It's a debt. D-E-B-T, debt. That's what it is. But we lose sight of even that when we're trying. I know somebody that went and purchased an Escalade vehicle. And the reason why they did it because a family reunion was coming up and wanted to show up and show out, knowing good and well that it could not afford it. But it was able to come to the family reunion in a new vehicle. Now, I look at this in another way. If you just wanted to show off, you could have had a rental car. But then you had to go sit down and negotiate and go through the whole process of 
retrieving your old vehicle and turning in the Escalade. That's a lot, huh? That is just a lot of wasted time. And I see these type things over and over. And as I mature, I see the ridiculous ridiculousness of it all. Of just trying to be what you're probably not. Like fake news, whatever. And then you start feeling the need to find yourself. When you get tired of chasing the fool's goal, we've all done it. We've all chased the fool's goal at some time or another. Was it a cute puppy? Whatever it was. And we keep chasing. We keep chasing until we become so empty. And then one day we realize, okay, when am I going to stop this madness? So this is why we need genuine friends in our life. Because sometimes we just need people in our life to pull our coat. Just just pull our coat, you know? Or even just say, are you okay? Because they see this something that's still going on. And like my mom used to say, when she knew about an old fool, it used to be a young fool. And that got my mind right real quick. The world is changing. And um, we need to find where we belong in this world. Entrapments can take months, weeks, years. But we have that entrapment. And we just keep going and going like this energizer buddy, a bunny. And we go into automatic propel. And we just keep going. And we just keep going. And the light is just gone behind our eyes. And sometimes you actually look in the mirror and you say, who am I? And when did I become this? But in other people's eyes, a lot of them see you as this wonderful thing. Or maybe even a nice accessory to what they have because they have all the other stuff. So now we'll have people that can be an accessory to kind of add to the stuff. And I guess it's good when you really think about it. You know, losing my best friend It's made me think about so much. And she and I, what was so great about us is because we had built this foundation. 
and it was it epitomized reciprocity which is why I guess we both knew it was till dead do us part we just knew nothing was going to come in between us it was unspoken it was un- the unspoken word, but it was implied by the way we kept our energies and how we made each other better and how it was okay to pull each other's coat. Hey, are you okay? That kind of things. And so tomorrow I'll be speaking for her. Um, at her services, which is a lot, but I'm so honored that she was a part of my life for so long, but I also know that I will never be able to replace her. You know, I, I know I'll never, it was a person that I trust so much and she trusted me. And in pecking order, I'm the youngest of the four children of my parents. But she was four years younger. But she allowed me to take her as my baby sister that I never had. She allowed that. And it was implied by the way the friendship grew and how we build it, and that's very important, building that solid foundation for those friendships and those relationships that are going to last. You know, we can, we can meet somebody today and say, oh, I met a new friend, but that could be a reason, season, or a lifetime. We don't really know. But it's almost like with my friend, when we met, it was destined. It was cosmic. We just knew. We never discussed it. And in hindsight, it was just understood or overstood from the time that we met. That it was something bigger than the two of us that was happening. You know, we laughed, we cried, and at times we even sighed together. And um, so, you know, I, I going back to, because I digressed a bit, because I'm going through this process and I'm still trying to digest that I'll never hear her on the other end of the telephone or that I'll see her twinkling eyes. It's just a lot. And, but what I'm saying is how important it is when you meet people to know their value in your life. And, of course, some people have no value. You have to accept that as well. But to know their value and so that you won't become entrapped into something that is not good. But when you see that value, hold on to it 
because it can become something so much greater than you can even imagine. And this is a situation when you know that you know that you cannot replace a person. No matter what you do or how you do, you're only deceiving yourself when you feel that you can replace something so precious. She was my butterfly. And a lot of times we, we know butterflies are so pretty, but their wings are behind them and they don't always, they can't see their own beauty. But I feel like she was the package. She was able to see all that. So much beauty, so much love, light, and poise that came from this individual. And I learned so much just by having her in my friend. So I'm saying all this to say that pick your battles. Know who's on your team. Let go of what does not serve you well. Because you have to know what you deserve. And knowing that you deserve the best, that's what you will attract. That's what you will manifest. I didn't even see this person. I worked in corporate America 20 years, went back to complete my education. She was one of my instructors. And she became so interested in me because I was a non-traditional student, but I was good at what I did. Actually tested out some classes and that she admired that. So to get that kind of respect from an instructor meant a lot to me because I was afraid. I was afraid when I went back to school. All these young kids, they weren't quite sure of my age. So they would ask me to come hang out in a dorm. And I'm like, no. But that was all a part of my growth. But she walked me through that. She walked me through those three and a half years. And I can never, ever get that from anybody. And I think that's one of the silliest things we can do is try to recreate something through another situation. It's done. You have the opportunity. And I'm not going to replace her. I went through a few minutes the other day when I was looking at her old messages and our old photos and all that. And I was like, I am not ready to let this go. And that was okay. It was okay I will not let it go until I'm ready to let it go. And I will not allow anybody else to step in and have the gall or the audacity to say, when are you going to let go of those texts and those? I'm not. I'm not. Maybe when they're taken from me, maybe my phone will break or something will happen in that place that it would be removed from me, but for right now, I'm holding on to it. So, I would like to say beware of entrapments.
trying to replace something that was so great with something that is less than. If a person feels that you're too good for them, well, let them go get less. I mean, really. So, you know, hey, so if you would like to know more about her, go to Grammarly Depot, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y, D-E-P-O-T dot com. And also go to my monetized, yes, I said it, my monetized YouTube. I am a powerful influencer for life. Don't forget to subscribe and press, press the bell. And in closing, I would like to say my divine salutes your divine. Namaste.